Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today is the credit repair portion. Okay, um, I would encourage you all to check back every Sunday to see what new episodes are posted in regard to credit repair, uh, in regard to uh, building credit, in regard to financial stability, financial freedom. We talk about all of those topics on Sunday with the credit repair portion. Also, I want to encourage you all to check out my website if you are in the need of credit repair services. My website is BCH, so B as in boy, C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, creditrepairs, plural, dot com. You can book a free consultation with me there. We can discuss your specific personal uh, confidential circumstance and see if my services would best fit your circumstance. Um, Again, the consultation is free for the time being, so you don't want to miss out on it. I am re-recording this episode um, because I initially recorded it a few days ago. I was out of town with family and it was just so much static. You know, I'm not going to guarantee that you won't hear any background noise in this podcast either, but I can guarantee that this quality is going to be a lot better than um, my first attempt at recording the podcast. So if you saw this podcast go up and then come down, that is why um, I just didn't feel comfortable putting that podcast episode out. After I played it back a few times, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't okay for me. So today we're going to be talking about 609 dispute letters. Um, there are a lot of myths in every industry, but since we're focusing on credit repair, I want to point out some of the myths or one of the myths in credit repair that a 609 dispute letter is pretty much all you need to remove inaccuracies from your credit report. I made a post on my Instagram. Uh, the Instagram that I posted on was BCH, B as in boys, C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, underscore credit repairs. And I put on, on that post something along the lines of a 609 dispute letter is not all that you need to remove inaccuracies from credit reports because it's not. So often, you know, we hear people say, well, all you need to do is this and everything will be fixed and all you need to do is this. And it could sound true, um, but you may feel like you're going through like a, a rat chase and you may get discouraged and frustrated. Like, you know, what really do I need to do? It's it, This is not working for me. And so it's, it's always best to do additional research and to um, go to reputable sources to get your information, to make sure that you're uh, actually spending your time in things that are going to produce the results that you're looking to receive. So I'm going to dive in in just a moment, but I would like to ask you all to share this podcast episode. Sharing helps to promote the growth of the podcast. It also helps to promote the entrepreneurs and uh, businesses that have been featured on this podcast platform. So please go ahead and do your part in sharing. You can share via social media. You can share by turning up the podcast while you're in the car with a family member or a friend. You can share via text, um, email, by sending over the link. So whatever way you feel most comfortable sharing, just please make sure you share. I'll give you a moment to do that and I'll be right back with you all. All right. Thank you so much for sharing and we're, we are back. We're back. So today we're talking about section 609. So I am going to, um, what website am I pulling this from? I'm going to go to the Experian website. And I'm going to read exactly what Section 609 is. I'm going to read it verbatim from the Experian website, okay? So, what is Section 609? 
Section 609 refers to a section of the Fair Credit Reporting Act, FICRA, that addresses your rights to request copies of your own credit reports and associated information that appears on your credit reports. Section 609, oddly enough, doesn't have anything to do with your right to dispute information on your credit reports or credit reporting agencies' obligations to perform investigations into your disputes. There is no such 609 dispute letter anywhere to be found in the FICRA. The FICRA does, in fact, include a considerable amount of language memorializing your rights to dispute the information found in your credit reports, but it's in Section 611 of the statute rather than in Section 609. Thanks to Section 611, we all enjoy the right to dispute information we believe to be inaccurate or unverifiable. And if the disputed information cannot be verified or confirmed, then it must be removed. So right there, I wanted to clear up that whole myth behind 609. So in Section 611, it gives us the right, as the website just stated, to dispute information that we believe to be incorrect or unverifiable. When you're looking at repairing your credit report and you're looking at different angles to, to take this task on with, you know, there are a few different angles, more than a few different angles that you can uh, tackle this this subject with. You know, it, it's not a one size fits all. I send out this letter and that's it. Um, there are ways that you can get certain things removed from your credit report if they are unverifiable. Okay, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in some other uh, episodes. And then another way is if the information is incorrect. And we're going to talk about that too in some other episodes. So there are some people that are able to get their credit repaired by challenging information on their credit reports that is unable to be verified. But that doesn't work for every single person, nor does it work for every single circumstance. Uh, there is a such thing as multiple rounds, you know, having to send in multiple letters and different type of letters and being able to know exactly uh, what it is you're, 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 you're targeting and being able to communicate that in the letters. Because sometimes our approach uh, could have a longer investigation time or it could cause us to um, not get the best, most efficient results uh, because we weren't as direct with our request. Now, do you need any fancy templates necessarily to dispute anything from your credit report and have it removed? No, not necessarily. Do you need any fancy verbiage necessarily to dispute anything from your credit report? No, but does it help to have a direct tailored approach? Does it help to understand uh, the processes and to be uh, with the process full force with follow-ups and with your research and additional information that they're asking for in a prompt manner? Yes, it does. Okay, I'm also gonna go ahead and read some more from the Experian website. I'm going to go to, is a 609 dispute letter effective? Okay, so if you're looking for dispute letter templates, there's likely a reason. Normally, consumers send dispute letters to the main credit reporting agencies, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, because they believe something on their credit report is incorrect. This can happen if they've applied for a loan or other form of credit, and the lender has informed them that they were denied because of information on their credit report. It can also happen when they check their credit report and find accounts they don't recognize. The practical impact of a dispute letter is it causes the credit reporting agency to investigate and correct any alleged error. The 609 dispute letter theory is if you ask the credit bureaus for information they clearly cannot produce as part of your dispute letter, like the original signed copies of your credit applications or the cash checks used for bill payment, then they would have to remove 
uh, the disputed item because it's unverifiable. The FICRA, however, entitles us to all the information the credit reporting agencies have in their system, not information they do not have in their systems. Again, when disputing inaccuracies or unverifiable information from your credit report, it can be a tedious task. It can be something that's challenging because it's, it's you, in a sense, saying that, hey, this is wrong and I need you to fix it. Um, a lot of times, you may be asked for additional supporting documentation. So you, there, there is information that the credit reporting agencies may request from you, just like there's information that you're asking them to check on your behalf. Uh, I get this question very frequently. Is this something that I can do myself? If I don't need a specific template, if I don't need specific verbiage, uh, is this something that I can do as far as repairing my own credit, getting inaccuracies and unverifiable information from my credit report? And my answer is yes, but is it something that you wanna do is the question that you have to ask yourself. When you are looking at repairing your credit, it, it takes time. Even though the dispute processes have a time frame, it still takes time to follow up. It takes time to uh, be in correspondence with the credit bureau, with certain uh, collectors. Um, it takes time to send back second round letters, third round letters. And so this is a process that some people that I have worked with have gotten discouraged during the, the, this journey and decided to hire my services because of that. Not because they could not do it, it was because they did not want to continue with the process because it can take time. And if you think about it, whenever we're looking at saving time, we typically hire people to do the work for us. Um, I can give you an analogy, acrylic nails, you know, I did my nails during COVID when all the salons were shut down. I can do my own nails. I can do overlays. I can do gel nails. However, as soon as the salons opened back up, I probably was one of the first people, <laughs> just joking, but I was, I, was, I was there very, very quickly, you know, because I wanted that time back. You know, I wanted to be able to take another thing off my checklist. I didn't really want to have to sit and get all the products, you know, needed for my nails. I didn't want to plan time out of my day to do my nails. I, I, I didn't want to, you know, even focus as hard doing my nails. I just wanted to be able to give that responsibility over to someone else. And so I paid for that service. The same with getting an oil change in your car. Is it too complicated to do? I mean, probably not. I'm sure that I could figure out how to do it. However, I don't want to. So it's the same analogy with credit repair. If you are someone and you're like, look, Brittany, I can repair my own credit. I know that I'm going to be diligent toward this task. I know that I'm going to stay up to date with correspondence. I know that I'm going to, um, you know, continue to try even if I get discouraged because the first letter doesn't get certain items removed. Uh, I know what I'm going with my second backup plan is going to be. I already have another letter generated. If you're that kind of person and you're like, I'm on top of it, my advice would be to go for it. Go ahead and do it yourself. But if you are someone, if you know yourself and if you're honest with yourself enough and you're like, look, I'm not going to continue on with this process, then I do recommend that you hire a credit repair agency to assist. Now, when you are looking at hiring credit repair agencies, you want an agency that's, of course, ethical. You also want an agency that understands their laws and rights because you want to know different angles that you can tackle certain, certain items from. 
because like I said, there's not a one size fits all. So the process that you use to get someone else's collection removed from their credit report may be a completely different process when you're working with another client. And most times it will be a completely different process. So you wanna keep those things in mind. Um, I would go to reputable sources like directly to the credit bureaus with questions that you have, um, going to their website to pull up information. Also get information from you know different platforms that we have, YouTube, podcasts, and things like that. But you wanna make sure that you're fact checking off your information because there are certain people that really believed that a 609 credit a dispute letter, excuse me, really existed, and that a 609 dispute letter was all that they needed. So people were reaching out to me even saying, hey, do you have a 609 letter template? And I'm like, no. And there are people that are on even Google forums, different forums online, I don't know if it was exactly Google, but different forums online asking for 609 dispute letters. And without knowing the full information, without understanding what section 609 of the FICRA really is and hearing from different sources, it's easy for information like that to get misconstrued. And so there is a section 609, but is there a 609 dispute letter? No. Um, there is information in the FICRA that helps us to be able to dispute certain information from credit reports. But again, you want to make sure that you're familiar on which section and which dispute letter and which angle you're taking you know, your process through because there are so many different angles that you can go through uh, when you are looking at repairing your credit. And you also want to make sure that you're sticking to legalities as well. So there's a lot of things to consider. Uh, it is something that you can do on your own, like I've mentioned, and it also is something that benefits people to hire experts to do. So I really hope that this podcast helped shed some light on section 609 versus 611. If you have any additional questions, be sure to email me. You can email me at btalks, the letter B is in Brittany, talks, T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. Also go to my website, bchcreditrepairsplural.com and book your free consultation. I want to thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.